Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Why is there a section in your book that is all about relationships? You do not talk about masculine energies and feminine energies. Why is that, Nick? Do you get it? <laughs> Yeah, so the question, the question is really why, why in the whole of the book, The Art of Kind yeah. and Flowing Relationships, why there is no mention of masculine and feminine energy once. Because yeah. there isn't, there is absolutely nothing there. Um, uh, it, it, it's, for, it's for three really good, three really good reasons. Uh, the first one is, I'll, I'll list them all and then we'll... Uh, the first one is, is that they, they don't exist, they're a human construct. Uh, the second, the second, the second one is the fact that we believe that they exist. What they tend to do is they tend to trap us within stereotypes and within roles, and they 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 are the cause of lots of disharmony within our relationships. And the third reason it's not there is because they perpetuate this whole idea of gendered professions and gender society, etc. So they did. But the fundamental reason that they're not there is they just don't, they don't exist. They're a, they're a construct. Retrospectively, probably mm. what I should have done was put a chapter in, pulling it apart. But I wanted it to be about what we have mm. and the use of the other is not what we, I didn't want it to be a negative pull down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm aware, they just, yeah, that they, uh, they don't exist. And, and, on that, and on that note, because, uh, you know, the topic of our discussions today is that about that men are not from Mars and women are not from Venus. Share with yeah. us how is that related to exactly that same thing that you're talking about? Well, you can have, you, we picked that title, which is uh, uh, by John Gray, and, and, it, and it's because it's a hugely popular book. Mm -hmm. that talks about men are from Mars, women are from Venus, or whichever way around it is. Um, and it basically splits people up and, and says that genders are fundamentally different. Mm -hmm. And it starts then assigning a whole lot of associated traits to feminine energy. So mm -hmm. feminine energy is about collaboration. It's about listening. Uh, male energy is about domination and forcefulness and, uh, and, uh, and and pushing um, and it, it, so these energies are attached to a whole set of traits and behaviors and emotions uh, yeah and they're very very divisive they're also not fundamentally true there's there's no reason why collaboration would be associated with a feminine energy and why um, forthrightness pushing would be associated with a masculine energy i mean we are trained within our mm -hmm. childhoods to adopt those sorts of roles and lots of things go on so for example when you you they did a study when they held when people were holding babies mm. and when they assumed the baby was a boy they held it outwards and when yeah. they assumed the baby was a girl they held it inwards and it was nothing about the energy of the child because it just kept on changing the color of the clothes and we were doing it based on the color perception of the child. So 
our world very quickly starts to create this norm for us, and it's a narrative that go that goes on. But well, I mean, you've we've interviewed um, Gina Rippon together with yeah. her book, The Gendered Brain, and, mm-hmm. and every single bit of research that comes out says there is no difference between mas- masculine and feminine brains. Yeah. There is societal differences in what what we do, and with a book like uh, John Gray's. Um, Men are from Mars, women are from uh, Venus. It was given really strong academic criticism at the time, mm. but all the criticism it fades into insignificance because we see this as a really useful narrative, as a box to understand men and to under, uh, understand women. Um, so the, the, there has been recently... Um, some levels of uh, some realization that actually we're a mix of all these different traits. We have some which are more dominant, some which are less dominant. So the big fudge at the moment, the big fudge is the moment. Oh, well, you see, we both, we have both masculine and feminine energy within us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and that's what the fudge. So I have my, feminine energy in me which is about nurturing and then it just goes back into the same stereotypes yeah well exactly i have my feminine energy which is about nurturing and understanding myself but then i I must step into my masculine energy which is all about stating my own value and and uh, and things like that but so all we've done is we've fudged it and say well we've got both of them but at the heart of them it still sits this this still sits the stereotype exactly Exactly. And, and isn't it when you're saying that, I think what I've, what I've noticed as we've been having this dialogue with people all over the world on, on the boxes and how our biases are formed and where they're sitting and all of that. And one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, I, I, my assumption of what is a feminine and what is a masculine is just mine. And it might be totally, in many ways, different from yours. And most likely there yeah. are things in there that are just not the same. And therefore, when I am telling you, oh, Nick, you have to step into your feminine or step into your masculine, uh, it's from my perception of what that is. Instead of saying, uh, Nick, you need to be more assistive or you, uh, I think it would be good for you to step up your game or that, you, you know, that I will be more clear on what exactly I'm talking about, that I'm not fussy about it and saying it's a masculine or feminine energy when in fact i'm asking you to do something different i mean we talked about this many times because i was so puzzled i kept on getting this message from friends that i know they were saying things from from a good place and they kept telling me to that i needed to step into my feminine and what they said to me when i was started to look at it and thinking why am i so frustrated every time I could feel my frustration just rise when one more time I'm, t- I'm asked to be more feminine. And then I started to look at, so what does that mean for me? What does it mean to me for me to be feminine? And it was not about being caring. It was not about being loving. It was not about being collaborative at all. In my, in my subconscious mind, when I, op- when I opened up that box, Feminine for me, and I hate to say this really, but it's just let's get it out there. It meant to be vague, it meant to be weak, 
And so what mm. I was hearing when someone told me to step into my feminine, they were telling me to be weak. They were telling mm. me to be fake. And that is not what they were asking me to do at all. They were probably just asking me for, you know, Runa, you need to take more care of yourself. You'll be more self-loving or you need to um, nurture yourself more. Or That might have been what exactly what they wanted to say. I was not hearing that because I was so conditioned to see that's what it is. And I was puzzled, really puzzled by it. Mm-hmm. And, and I, th- I, think that, I think you're absolutely right. We have our own perceptions of what these energies mean. And then we have the general society-based perceptions of what they are. But you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. When so people say, oh, as, a, as a woman... What I'm going to do is I'm going to step into my feminine energy more. What they're actually meaning is I'm going to, like you say, I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah. Or I'm going yeah. to look after myself better. Or I'm going to. And then what they'll say, but I'm also going to step into, this is a time to step into my masculine energy. And that might be, I'm going to have stronger boundaries. I'm going to learn to say no. I'm not going to, I'm not going to move into a place of sacrifice. Well, uh, my question is, why do we have to label these as masculine and feminine yeah. traits? Yeah. Uh, because can't we just say, actually, you know, as someone, I don't look after myself particularly well, so that's what I should do. Or as someone, mm-hmm. I don't project, I don't speak my voice or the truth in the same way as I could do. Or, or it, it just starts to create division. Uh, and, it, mm-hmm. and you have this, 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 this idea, this thing, okay, well, feminine leadership. Well, what is feminine leadership? They say, well, it's more compassion, it's more listening and more things like like that. But should we just not have leadership that's like that anyway? Why do we have to assign yeah. a gender to it? Because yeah. it, 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 creates a, it creates boxes and, and fundamental division. And the other thing I think that commonly happens when you have those, those idea of gen, masculine and feminine energy. So what happens in a relationship where you have a, mas, a, a, a heterosexual relationship where you have a man and a woman? You have expectations that the man should be a certain way and the woman should be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And this idea, well, there is a... a, a um, I was someone speaking with someone else about it. Well, oh, men, and, men and women, masculine and feminine energy is like, it's like poles on a battery it creates the charge and the excitement i'm thinking no batteries don't work by having opposites they work by having flow not by having Mm -hmm. opposites yeah Um, they work by having flow yeah yeah that's how batteries work that is that sounds so that sounds so relaxing it sounds so Mm. calm it sounds so effortless when you're saying that instead of oh, I have to be this because I actually remembered my mom did that or my grandmother did that. Or I remember back when uh, my grandfather mentioned something to my grandmother and just taking that as uh, that's how life is. That's how I, you know, that, that's what I'm supposed to be mm. doing rather than, okay, so who am I? And how do I want to show up in this world in my flow and, and allow other people to be in their flow? How can we create our common flow? Mm. Uh, Mm. Remember a while back, we had a conversation with someone who was talking about his chap. He was talking about wanting to have kids. And when he described why he wanted to have a child, it was all based around the stereotypical (laughs) views of what uh, uh, um, a man is. He was like, but my my wife, she doesn't really want to have children. I'm thinking, 
I'm not surprised. No, exactly. <laughs> but because, yeah, I mean, in his, in his view, he, he said, I can't wait to become a father. And when we went in, you know, thought, oh, well, that's beautiful. And, and tell me more. What is it that, uh, that is really exciting? Well, I'm so, just so excited to be playing with my son. Yeah. Football. And, yeah. yeah, and going out on, you know, playing football with my son. And I just thought, I actually thought about my father when he said that, because I remember, you know, my father's first child is, is a boy, and uh, he's my brother. And I remember my dad saying many occasions, uh, well, he didn't get the sport guy that he was really hoping or, you know, looking forward to, to be playing with, because actually when my brother bless him he's, he's great in many ways but he's not sporty and he would say that myself uh and because he went on his wellies um out to the football game and that's exactly the equipment that is a good one for when you're going out to a football <laughs> game <laughs> my dad was embarrassed yep. <laughs> yeah that's not showing any commitment to the art of football is it going in wellies even even though that so, no. so what happens is we end up within our relationships with the expectation that we're going to adopt a role based around masculine and feminine energy. And then we have this, oh, well, you've got both, you can do both, and we can mix and match. Uh, so it is a fudge. The other thing that happens uh, with this idea of masculine and feminine energy and the associations of traits, what we then end up with is professions that become very gendered. So you say, okay, well, nursing or caring and thing. Oh, that's a gen they're very gendered professions. So you end up with sets of behaviours going on within the gendered the gendered profession. You get exclude certain groups of people, uh, and or people feel comfortable. Or it, there's just a there's just a a failure of people to be able to be themselves within those yeah. professions, and a failure within those professions to attract a diverse group of people mm -hmm. and it's not just masculine and feminine energy we have other other stuff that goes on in, in terms of race nationality education etc but gendered professions are a massive massive issue mm -hmm. and we think this idea of masculine and feminine energy is in pop is in that pop culture and we think it's really useful and we think it's really empowering but actually it sits at the heart of so many relationship mm -hmm. difficulties so many societal yeah. differences and, it, and it's a fundamental thing that stops us having this this united front this united gender front uh this united gender front stuff. yeah yeah that we yeah. actually are bringing the best out of the individual regardless yeah. of their gender yeah yeah and, mm. and and you are we are who we are yeah i i remember i remember working with uh a young chap who wanted to have a sex change. He was absolutely adamant. He said, I do not feel like a man. I definitely feel like a woman and blah, 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 blah. And I have all felt that all my life. Uh, and when we really drilled into it, what he was describing was feminine energy. Wow. Or he said, actually, I feel very nurturing. I feel caring. I love to listen. I love to think. Uh, and it was really interesting. Because I have a, a very similar energy to that. And it was over a space of a, a, a number of months when we were exploring it. Um, what it actually turned out was he wanted to, to be able to have those traits. And he, he, he associated himself with those traits. Yeah. Uh, but because they were fe feminine energy, he yeah. felt he must be female to have so much of those energy-based traits. In him, yeah. 
Uh, and once we broke it down that there wow. is no such thing as masculine and feminine energy, there, there is energy that yeah. makes yeah. some of us want to nurture and care and feed more. Me, I'm a feeder. Um, and other energies that make us want to be more pushy, directive, bless you. You're more, you're more forceful than I am, but you happen yeah. to be housed with some external framework. But our energies are they could be considered to be the wrong way around. And then we've had our upbringing that plays into that. So with this, this lovely, lovely young man, once we kind of went through it, uh, and, I, and this was probably 15, 20 years ago, he absolutely got that he, he was who he was, mm. and he was just himself. Wow. And I recently got a, a lovely photograph of him holding, uh, uh, holding his daughter, happily married and he said i do this i do that. and he and he's just a full expression of himself yeah but this idea of masculine and feminine energy was infiltrated into him so much so that he actually wanted to have his genitals removed and to be given hormones to be an outward appearance of a woman whereas now he is the outward he is the outward appearance of himself and he is the inward expression of himself so that's a level of damage that that that, that goes on and one, one last thing, what we have to remember as well is that there is a massive industry out there mm -hmm. yeah. that makes a ton of money yeah. by playing with this narrative. It's really simple as a narrative, masculine energy, feminine. Women, if you're yielding, uh, mm -hmm. uh, this idea we were talking about the other day, men are penetrating and women are receiving. It was, it was kind of a... Uh, with part of an interview we were listening to with a particular person yep. who was talking. And, and uh, so it, it's, I think there are a number, I think there are a number of challenges with getting rid of this idea of masculine and feminine energy. One is yeah, we've been brought up with it. We see it everywhere yeah. and we perceive it to be true and it's in our common narrative. So do we actually, it's like the emperor's new clothes. Do we actually suddenly look at it and say, actually, what am I talking about is actually caring for myself and what I'm talking about. Now. So it's culture is in the part of the, the normal thing. Yeah. It's also difficult to get to get rid of because we then don't have another language to uh, don't have a box to describe what caring and looking after ourselves is like and what being forthright domineering and stuff is. So we don't have mm -hmm. another language. And my suggestion is we just say, actually, I really need to start looking after myself. It's kind of a bit more exactly. obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, just say it. Just say yeah. what it is instead. Of, because otherwise we just have to assume from our yeah. conditions. And, and the other yeah. reason it's hard to get rid of is because there's an industry that makes vast amounts of money from it. From running, oh, running yeah. with that, oh, running with that narrative, oh, and making people feel that they are not enough, that they are not good yeah. enough, that they're, because they're yeah. not this. Or, or yeah. trying to find some simple rule to follow that if I'm feminine, I would be like this. If I'm masculine, I'd be like this. Yeah. Um, and God, this is being fair to the people that are they're in an industry making lots of money out of it. Mm -hmm. To be fair, they believe this is, we have certain people that we've seen on Instagram with massive followers. And these people fundamentally believe their truth. Yeah. And they just cannot see the world any different. And we mm -hmm. tried to engage in a conversation and we were just banned. We were banned from them. Yeah. We were banned. We, and we were, it wasn't, we were just asking, where do you get this information? We were, where did you get wasn't... this idea from? Yeah. yeah, just where does yeah. it come from?
And yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, um, couldn't even answer. We, I got it from myself. I mean, that would have been nice. Yeah, but <laughs> I had that same thing when someone was saying, oh, well, feminine energy. I said, what is feminine energy? Well, you know, collaboration, et cetera, et cetera, and all this, the normal narrative that comes out. And I said, well, why is that feminine energy? And they said, oh, because masculine energy is directing, domineering, pushing forward, mm. expansive uh, thing. Well, why is that masculine energy? Oh, because feminine energy is... <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm really sorry. We appear to be in a bit of a loop here. Yeah. I just want to know from a starting place, why is that? And then they turned around to me and they said, it's yin and yang, Nick. Now, <laughs> my background is Chinese medicine. I have done yeah. it for... 40 years now yeah. and there is an there is a story about yin and yang that it has gender-based stuff but it was introduced uh much later and it was introduced in order to suppress women mm. this idea that yin is feminine yang is masculine y yang is above women are below hey that's convenient yeah let's put men it that are, way yeah men are directing women are receiving Ooh. Yeah, who's in control now? Yeah, yin, yin is in, yin, female, stay yep. in the house, men yep. is out, yeah, out in the world. We ended up with mm. all sorts of things. So yin and yang, there is a narrative about it, but it was only introduced to suppress women. Wow. All it was introduced was to suppress women. Yeah. To say that men are above and women below. And this same yeah. thing of uh, men are logical and women are emotional. Perfect. The Greeks used that to stop women having votes. Why would yeah. you want to have anyone emotionally voting? Women are emotional. Mm -hmm. And then in the 1950s, they used, uh, in the 40s, in order to get women out of the factories and back into the home, they invented and re reinforced the mm -hmm. narrative of feminine energy, housewife, happy home, man out yeah. at work. And we ended up with the 1950s stereotypes of uh, gender. And then we end up with books like men are from Mars, women are from somewhere else. Yeah. Venus it is, isn't it? Whereas I think we end up with books like that that then create it into popular culture, whereas actually men are from Earth and women are from Earth and we yeah. exist as one. Oh, I love that. Exactly. We're, we're just earthly beings or we're spiritual we're beings. Earthly, we're earthlings. We're earthlings. We're earthlings and we are all sorts and we have all yeah. sorts of traits and we have all sorts of energies yeah. and we're all sorts of beautiful thing around us and we should actually be starting to use it yeah. rather than hiding. And we're not that different. We're not that different unless we make ourselves different and then we will be very different. And then people have to act into their stereotypes Yeah. or the expectation of them. So I think yeah. we just have to take this out of the conversation. That's yeah. beautiful. That, and that is a very long answer to why that why it's not in my book. <laughs> <laughs> but we will share the link to the book in um, belief this this um, this uh, live oh, that'd be great. video. Thank yeah, you. I will do that. And um, and on the other hand, I also would like to use the opportunity to anyone that is listening to this now live or the recordings to join Nick and myself uh, and group of fabulous people every Friday, uh, different people and sometimes same people or a couple of people that come again and again because we're loving, they're loving the conversation. But we are having out-of-the-box conversations around creating the future from now. And we're actually having um, our second call this Friday at uh, it's a 4, 4 p.m. UK time. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. if you listen to this, just put uh, just put uh, just put the word interested, uh, and yeah. then what we'll do is we'll send you a link to come to one of those uh, uh, one of those meetings. Um, yes. Uh, and it's great. Every single every single Friday, nine a.m. UK time. Every single Friday at four p.m. Uh, uh, UK time. Uh, and we've chosen UK time because I am time challenged somewhat. So we can't. <laughs> yeah. So it's something I can. We have remember. to. We have to play with our strengths. Yeah. Um, I've seen some comments come uh, 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 coming in. Um, uh, exactly truth uh, from Inner Centre. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you very much for hearing. So put in the comments. Put in the comments if you listen to this as a as a replay, or I can see that we've got Joe here. Hi, Joe. And another different, another different people here. I can't see yeah. everybody, um, no. but just put in the comments if anything your thoughts about this. Is this jarring with you? This it idea. Is. Do you want to defend this idea of masculine and feminine energy? Mm. Feel and just feel free to feel free to to pop in any of the ideas yeah. that are popping up in your in your in your mind as you're yeah. listening to yeah. this and watching yeah. this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Innocent says, men and women are made with same flesh and blood by same created. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and we are no different unless we choose to make ourselves different. And, and then we're very society, different. And, unless also society pushes us to be different, to create mm. this, this stuff. And with this personal development movement around liberation and full expression, it's it's a culprit within creating those society norms. Yeah, yeah. That's it, I think, Runa. So yep, I shall see you at four o'clock today yep. for the for no more boxes conversation, where we explore all sorts of boxes, not just gender, but nope. We were talking perceptions. about we were talking about the work box this morning, and we're going to continue. It just depends on who comes in and what's the yep. topic. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I'm going to say thank you so much, Nick. Um, thank I'm you, Runa. Go and be an earthling. Till I see you later this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, me too. I shall be okay. there. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the Changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.